So welcome back again to the second part of our podcast here and Come and See Inspirations on this beautiful feast of Easter Sunday. My name is John Keeley and I'm delighted to welcome back on to our podcast again today Sister Katrina Kavanagh from the Sisters of St. Cecilia here in Limerick who is joining us for this beautiful Easter Sunday reflection. Good morning to you and thanks for joining us. Good morning, John, and happy Easter to you. To yourself. I'm sure it's a very quiet place where you are today, rejoicing in the name of the Lord. Uh, all. We're uh, <laughs> running riot with the uh, resurrection joy here. So. Well done. Well done. Thanks a lot for that. Uh, when we're thinking about um, maybe a topic to chat about maybe this morning for the few minutes that we got together, the thought came to me about this, uh, this phrase, new life. Would you like to share a little bit of your thoughts maybe around this subject of new life and resurrection, please? Yes, certainly. I would be very happy. Um, and uh, yeah, it's so this uh, this doctrine is, is so central um, to this Paschal mystery and to this time. Um, but uh, here in Limerick at uh, St. Xavier's Dominican Church, uh, we offer a program. It's called Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. Um, and it's a Montessori-based uh, method of religious education. And so we have children all the way from age three to 12, and they come in every week. Um, and uh, one of the reflections for the Lenten time, I'm with the uh, six to eight-year-olds, one of the reflections is the mystery of life and death. Um, and so for this, uh, we, we start just at the beginning of Lent, and we pot some seeds. Um, so we take some wheat seeds, um, and of course the children love to be part of this. Um, and so we pot them at different stages. So um, the first ones, uh, two and a half weeks before we're going to have the presentation, and then uh, some more a week before the presentation, and then some more uh, just a few days before the presentation. Um, and uh, the scripture reference that we have then is John twelve twenty four, um, And that is, of course, uh, in all truth, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains only a single grain. But if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. Um, and so I read this with the children and. Um, and we look at the seeds uh, to meditate on, on what Jesus, um, through this image of the seed, is trying to tell us. Um, and it was just so beautiful this year because, uh, um, you know, we look at the, the seeds that have just been planted, you know, and that hasn't grown very much. And then the seeds from the, the second pot, um, they're beginning to see that it's shriveled up, you know. Um, and then the third pot, the seeds have actually visually changed, you know. So they see that the seed has actually died. Um, and the whole, the whole purpose of the meditation, of course, is um, to draw out this idea, to lift up the great mystery of death begetting more life. Um, and uh, one of the little girls, she just like straight away, she was like, she was like, that's like us. She said, you know, she said, she said, we have to die, <laughs> you know. And I just thought, gosh, it's it, it's just like 
you know, scripture tells us, you know, it's out of the mouth of babes, you know, and these children are, they just have such a purity um, of their mind and intention um, that that the scripture, you know, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, it just speaks to them. Um, and so I just, we don't ever tell them. It's not like there's a correct answer. We allow the children, um, allow the Holy Spirit, you know, to, to guide uh, their inspirations. Um, but I asked her then, I said, well, you know, what what would that mean for us, you know, um, to die? And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, she wasn't going straight to like, you know, when we must like physically die at the end of our life on earth, you know, she was like, I think it means that we have to do good works. And, you know, we have to try not to sin, you know. Uh, and I just thought, wow, we have so much, we can learn so much from the children, you know. Um, and so, you know, Jesus shows himself to the disciples after the resurrection and he shows them his glorious wounds, you know, and that's to show them at that same time, you know, it's the proof. This is the proof that life can come out of death. Um, but also at the same time, like he wants them to know, like, you know, I am the Jesus that you knew and loved before the crucifixion. Uh, and so he wants to invite us into that relationship as well. He wants us to know the truth of our full humanity, that we're united in separately with his divinity, but that we're already present in that as a result of the resurrection. And so like, it's just, it's such an incredible mystery for us to ponder on, you know, like that we are transformed, you know, just like those seeds, like we have new life. Um, and St. Paul says that, he said, when we were dead through our trespasses, God made us alive together with Christ and he raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places. When we hear this, um, what can be striking about it is that St. Paul has used all his verbs in the past tense here. So he's wanting us to realize like that this transformation has already begun in us. Uh, and also that, that it, it's a result of Christ's death and resurrection. Like this is our destiny. Like, and we are, members of his body as a result of that. Um, and then, of course, um, how are we members of his body? Well, it's through the sacrament of baptism, uh, because baptism is the beginning of our life in Christ and in the church. Uh, and it's the first sacrament that we receive. It's the first outward sign of grace. And of course, by it, we are claimed for and we're named for Christ. And we're now part of the church. And so we can celebrate during this Easter tide, like that sense of belonging, but also that sense of new life that we have received in Christ as a result of his resurrection, but also um, by virtue of the fact that we are baptized Baptize Christians, baptize Catholics. 
And I think um, many of us don't remember if we're our baptism and uh, if we're baptized as infants, um, but just uh, we're often in attendance at baptisms and uh, it can be beautiful just when we are just to reflect on on what the church uses, the different symbols and the richness uh, of these symbols that we use um, to remind us of all these elements of new life, like the water, the water that's used to baptize. It reminds us of, of cleansing, like we're cleansed of our original sin um, and how water, like the function of it is like to satisfy our thirst. It's life-giving. And of course, like we can use holy water in our own homes to remind us of that for blessing ourselves. Um, we bless ourselves when we go into the church um, to remind us of this, this life-giving effect of water. Um, Jesus also said to his disciples, he said, um, I promise you that I'll send you the Holy Spirit. So not only did he rise from the dead, um, but 50 days after Easter, Okay, we'll have Pentecost. Um, and so we can celebrate with the church this most, most important liturgical season for all 50 days. Uh, because we were waiting in this hope with the disciples for the coming of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in the Acts of the Apostles, he said, stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. And so this image of being clothed with power um, it reminds us uh, back to the Garden of Eden, uh, where Adam and Eve um, had this sense of their nakedness um, and they wanted to, to cover them up, uh, cover themselves up. But this promise now um, of being clothed with power, this is God's life and power being given to us. Um, and that's first given to us through baptism. Uh, and we use the white garment for baptism uh, to remind us of that, you know, like to remind us of that, that purity when, um, when we become a child of God. And what's beautiful is that after the Father has raised Jesus from the dead, this recreation can happen through grace for us. And it's extended to all believers. So what happened to Christ also is now going to happen to us. Um, and finally, we have um, the light at baptism. Um, we have the Paschal candle. And just to remind us that Christ is the light of the world. Um, and um, it's so powerful um, on the Holy Saturday Night Vigil. Um, to come from that darkness, um, that very, very powerful visual reminder for us of moving from the darkness into the light. Um, so just to finish then um, with a few words from my patron, St. Catherine of Siena, and she often pondered the love of Christ and like what impelled him to shed his blood on the cross for the healing of our souls. Um, and she writes in one of her prayers, and you, Jesus Christ, our reconciler, our refashioner, our redeemer, 
you, word, and love were made our mediator. You turned our great war with God into a great peace. And so by virtue of the fact um, that we are children of God through baptism um, and that the Lord in his goodness um, has given us the opportunity for grace every day, but especially um, mediated through the sacraments. So through the sacrament of confession, uh, where we can always turn to our loving Father um, when we're in need of mercy and forgiveness um, and that constant reminder of just his inexhaustible love for us. Um, and then to receive um, the body of Christ in the Eucharist, um, that, that these manifestations of his grace for us um, are all accessible uh, to us in order to sustain us on this journey uh, as we move and, and desire to move constantly um, from our death of sin into that living um, and powerful life of grace. Um, so that um, I pray uh, for all of us during this Easter season um, can be our constant meditation um, and that we're not discouraged by uh, the darkness of our own sin, uh, but that we can respond uh, with a humility, uh, with a prudence and, and with a fortitude to acknowledge our dependence on the Lord in all things. Um, and that um, the Lord just uh, desires for us this life of grace and virtue in order to be united with him uh, in beatitude uh, in eternal life. Um, that that's that's our our constant uh, goal uh, for our life here on earth to be united with Him forever in beatitude. Sister Katrina, thanks a lot for that. Thank you very much indeed. I love the idea of uh, of the way you spoke with the young children, just the same as Jesus did. Jesus picked a parable that people could understand. Yeah. You picked something that the children could understand. And you said one of the girls immediately responded to you. And I think this is where Jesus is trying to speak to us all the time, isn't he? Yes, for sure, for sure. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a great reminder for us as adults. You know, we can get so caught up with the baggage of life, you know, that, uh, um, that it is. That's what he's calling us to. He's calling us just to, to have that um, simplicity um, and to, to have the mind of the child. And, mm -hmm. uh, yes. To put on the mind of Christ, yeah. And I suppose the most important thing we can take with us is because this is a beautiful season uh, for us as best as we can, wherever we are, to share that good news however we can, however it, it will be received under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Yes, for sure, for sure. And we can't share it without first experiencing it ourselves. So I think that's, that's really important as well. And that's a beautiful gift to have too, isn't it? It is. We should always yes. thank God for that. Yes. Thank Amen. you very much indeed for your time. You're very good. Um, a piece of music maybe you might sh want us to listen to just after this reflection, please. Yes, um, I chose this piece of music. It's called Broken Vessels, um, Amazing Grace. Um, and uh, it's one of my favorites right now, uh, in particular because it just reminds us of God's mercy and love um, and uh, this newness of life that we receive uh, through him, um, through our, uh, um, our woundedness and even as... Um, we live our life of sin and woundedness, um, that the Lord is continuously uh, giving us 
uh, allowing us this opportunity of transformation. Beautiful. Thanks a lot, Sister Katrina. So may we uh, here on our podcast, myself and Shane, um, wish yourself and your community all, all the joys of this beautiful Easter season. So as I say, God bless and alleluia, alleluia. God bless you. Yes, and the same to you, John and Shane. So